Hello, welcome to the big kickoff on Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. It is the 6th of February. They just keep chugging around, don't you? All of a sudden, we'll be 70, Dave. Why would you say that? Because Gary's 70. The sense about my age lately is a big one coming up in about six weeks. I'm starting to contemplate life. Ferrari might be on the way. I <laughs> you know. Um, question things. Yes. But Gary Bailey's in with us today. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm getting excited now. Who's Gary? Oh, Gaz. Sorry. Yeah, you'll hear me saying Gaz if anyone's listening. Not Gaz, sorry, Gaz, Gaz, Gaz. Yeah, Gaz is in with us today and... Uh, Gaz is going to do, and I didn't get this at all, all right, uh, Cystic Fibrosis Ireland. Yeah. Otherwise known as Gaz. 65 Roses Ireland. All right, I didn't get that at all. Let's start. start. Do you get it, Gary? Do you get it? No, Gary doesn't get it, so I'm happy now, all right? Right. All right, you just can't hear us, Gary. Is it this? What's that, Sonny? Okay, yeah. Uh, listen, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so thanks for having me, lads. Um, so obviously, Cystic Fibrosis is an inherited disease and within the respiratory system mainly, goes throughout the body, the gastric, uh, the pancreas, into the skeletal muscles, skeletal muscles, everything like that. I've had it now 32 years, I was diagnosed at three months, um, I've lived a good life with it, um, I manage it quite well, um, more so in the last 10, 12 years, predominantly I had a, obviously a typical cystic fibrosis childhood, in and out of hospital every couple of months, two weeks stints here, two weeks stints there, but obviously as time went on I kind of... Uh, it, it just, the older you get, the, the better medicine you get, the treatment gets better, everything like that as well. And then um, I just kind of lived the life as, as I would, you know, my normal life. And obviously I had CF and I lived with it um, I managed it. Um, and then obviously this obviously materialised into me kind of being approached by CF Ireland to kind of do a bit of stuff for them. Because I always went under the radar in terms of cystic fibrosis. I was never a part of the community. Yeah. And that was a choice. It was a, a choice that I kind of made because... As like David, you said off air that you you wouldn't if you looked at me you wouldn't think I had it, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of that was a self conscious decision I made at about eighteen that I want to live my life that if you looked at me you wouldn't think I had CF because yeah. most CF people if you looked at them I'd know in a crowd of a million people I'd spot a CF person right and that's just it's a, it's a kind of a hunched over you can hear it in their voice you can see it in their features their fingers everything like that you just you, you pick up things I'd know them from a mile away and I always said I don't want to. Not that there's anything wrong with it or like that, yeah. but it was a self-conscious thing that I'm going to live my life the way I want it, and I'll have CF, and most people do, from just re- reading other people's stories and the amount of contact I've got over the last couple of days just from people reaching out to me in similar situations. That's the fight, though, in there. <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah. Like, especially in adolescence, post-puberty, like from playing, for example, you used to playing football from 8, 9, 10, 12. I was a good footballer, and I competed very, very well. Then as we were growing up, during teens, my mates kind of developed much, much quicker than me. I was much more delayed. 12, 13, 14, 15, when they were really starting to grow into themselves, <clears throat> I was a mile behind. Mm. Physically, much weaker, smaller, skinny, like, and, and, and sick, you know, that kind of way. And, and it just, it, that took its toll throughout its teens, and I kind of overcompensated for that through a lot of things as well, but, like, trying to be the funny one, or just, I was, I was kind of out there, and... In school, you'd definitely know I had CF. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. just growing up then, into my teens and into my early 20s and stuff, um, I made the conscious decision after having a long stint in hospital, I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to train. I'm going to do something myself. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to build myself up. And it took a long time, but when I got into my 20s, I started to build myself up and I started competing again. Yeah. And when I say competing... The people of my peers in my mid-twenties, I was very much on the same wavelength. Yeah. In terms of physicality, 
um, size, strength, everything like that. Are you sorry? Are you one of the lucky ones to be able to do that? Is because like, there worst case scenarios? Absolutely, yeah. Scenarios where they can't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There is kind of <clears throat> different moderations of CF. Yeah. <clears throat> so you could have mild, moderate, uh, severe. Okay. I'm in the moderate category. There definitely is severe. There's definitely people a lot worse than me. And having me saying, I just decided to flip a switch and be a lot more physically active. Some people can't do that. Yeah. Some people don't have the lung capacity. Some people don't have the actual physical capabilities of doing that. So I am very lucky. Yeah. So even people reaching out to me and I'm kind of going, oh, I knew someone who died when you were 18. I knew someone died when you were 21. You're going, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. yeah. And even it's like, oh, yeah, you're 32. My friend died when he was 33. I'm like, oh, here we go. But that's just kind of, that's, that's, a, that's part and parcel of the game, and you know? I think the very first time that we met, and it was through football yeah. that we met, when... I don't know if I heard you had it or you had told us yeah. you had it. You no, might. I wouldn't have told you. Okay. Mm. Would, would there have been a reason that for the training purposes that you... Yeah. Maybe someone said it to us anyhow. But I, I did look it up then and then the first thing I looked at then was it came up straight away yeah. was age expectancy yeah. and all this yeah. sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, so then I was like, all right. Mm. I don't know. I didn't learn any more about it then. But, I just, yeah. but it was just when you were out training, it was just... Guys are training. Yeah, that was it. It wasn't any different than anyone else. We like to see you suffer as much as everyone else. Of course, and that's, <laughs> and that's and that's why I wouldn't. I don't tell people yeah. about it. And like even it, when I played at Esker years ago, like when I was young, good. But at one stage, believe me or not, I was a good footballer when I was young. Um, maybe not now, you know yourself. <laughs> but like up to 12, 13, I was co- I was competing. But then my dad was the manager of Esker Celtic, and when we were going to the 13, 14, 15, 16 I should never have been playing near the pitch. Okay. But he'd always pick me and he'd always select me. And the lads yeah. would always go, oh, he's getting this game because he's daddy's kid. And, yeah. and I thought that as well. But I knew my dad was like, oh, I have to keep playing him. Yeah. Because if I don't, there will be a relapse and he, there will be that kind of... It's, uh, you'd go back 40. Co- of course you would, yeah. And then I'm like, in my mind, I was like, I'll, I'll still compete and everything like that. But uh, yeah, and then if you... And back in the day, in those kind of adolescent years, I would use as an excuse. Yeah. So you do, do five laps. Oh, I can't do five laps. I'll do two, you know, the old lungs. Get me. School, same thing. Why are you late? Oh, I have to do my own treatment, you know yourself. I have to go early, I have to shoot off. And there was never any questions. Now it's the polar opposite. Yeah. So I remember, Shannon, even years ago when we were training like a, you. like a women's period or something like that. You were always getting... getting <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Come on. So, <laughs> So if well, I, anyway. an example would be like, you know, when we were training with you and you, I remember first week up, I think it was 18, no, it wasn't 18s, that was Phil Monaghan, but maybe 20s, 21s, mm. senior, first training session, you said 3K run, and I'm kind of looking at that, my classmates go, what? Mm. Well, I've never done a 3K run, but I did it. Yeah. Now, I came a million miles last, Yeah. and I knew, and but most of the lads I'd kind of grown up with through the team, so they knew, like, they never said a thing, and lads were lapping me. But I was like, I'm not giving it up. I'm not going to quit. Yeah. I still have to do it. You know that yeah, kind of way. Yeah. And even now, like that's this. It's I'm always going to do stuff. I'm not going to. I'm not, never going to let see it be a scapegoat. Say I can't do that. Here's the reason why. Yeah. Even just on holidays, money back from Lanzarote, and we were doing a bit of scuba diving, and it, the people I'm, I'm, met, I'm literally only at a hospital as well. They're going, don't be doing that. I was like, fucking, I'm going to do it now. Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I'm doing it now because I have it. Yeah. Just to show you, I can do it. Yeah. So stop. No difference. Stop treating me differently because there's always this that subconscious thing. Oh, Jesus, it's your he choice. Should, he shouldn't be doing that because he has this. He has a bit. You know, the dodgy lungs. I'm like, I know my boundaries. I know my limits. I'm not going to do something that's going to risk myself. Yeah. If I'm not worried, you don't be worried. You know that kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah. And do you have many people in your ear trying to 
maybe not now, but at the start, trying to hold you back. Yeah, of course, 100%. Yeah. But but people who cared. But yeah, but, but it wasn't the thing of, oh, it was just a worry thing. Yeah. You're like, be mad. Yeah. It would always be like, you know, oh, he can't do that. Like, if I'm, oh, Jerry, watch him, he can't do that. Yeah. If I'm out swimming, okay, him, he can't be out there, you know, that kind of way. Or even going out, wear your coat. I mean, that's just common things, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd always be like, it would always be like, I'm doing it. Just yeah. shut up, you know. How did the big brother ads growing up? Yeah, he was, he never. Tr- beat you. Of course, that was it, yeah. yeah. Like, he never, ever, well, he never showed emotion towards it, or never. But he'd always be the first person if he was in the hospital to come in. But he'd never, like, treat me different. I'd still get the slaps. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd still, I'd still slap him. We'd still play football. We'd still be as physical as ever. He'd never, we never talked about it. Yeah. And it's just kind of a thing, of, it was an unwritten agreement. Let's just talk about this. It's just, if I'm sick, are you all right? Or if I'm coughing, I used to drive me mad if I, was, if I go into coughing fits. Yeah. When I was, like, more teens and people were like, you all right? Yes, I'm grand. You know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> leave me alone. I'm, I'm fine. Again, same thing. If, if I'm not worried, don't be worried about me. Yeah. If you see me worried, then it's your time to worry. So was there ever times in training when we were coaching, but maybe we were doing physical work, that you felt like, all right, right, I, I, I'm going to use the card here? Yeah, feel like it, but you, I, I don't think I ever did, did I? No. I, I don't think I no, ever did. No, I don't think we would have let you. I'd pull up. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd pull up with a hamstring or something. I don't like think that. the lad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You did have hamstring problems. Yeah. <laughs> But I never played a card. Like in no, a, some, sometimes I'd always feel like, "All right, that's that's tight, that's sore, that's I'm feeling that now." Yeah. But again, it's knowing your limits and knowing your bounds, not making myself pass out. You'd know the point where I'd oh, know okay. my limit exactly. I'll stop here now for a minute. But I'd always it's a recovery, you know. Yeah. It, it's stop, get me breather, get back to base, and then go again. Yeah. So when you made the conscious effort around eighteen or whatever to really kind of get at it. Was this true advice from the doctors and stuff like that? Or did you make the conscious decision yourself and look into it more? Yeah, a bit of both, to be honest. Like, I remember when I start going to the gym, or sorry, when I start trying to get physically fit, I was, I was actually going to the gym, and I was going in the car, and I was with my mate Chris, and I, I started coughing up blood. I was like, oh, what's this? And then I was in the hospital for about three months after that. But then the doctors would be like, oh, you need to like take your time back into it and don't be doing these sort of things. And I remember going... I was in hospital, I was going go, for a run, and the nurse goes, you can't go for a run. I'm like, what? You can't go for a run, you, you're, you need to relax and rest, you, you, you need to do your oxygen. It's like, I'm going for a run. Grand, come back about 20 minutes later, grand, yeah, you're not yeah. a bother. So yeah, it was, um, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was an ego thing as well, but you know, yeah. it was like, I, I don't want to be left yeah. behind, I don't want to be kind of lacking behind or looking skinnier than my peer or being physically weaker than my peer. So that was always good, like it was a thing. That it was just a, it was an ego thing. It was a vanity thing, but it was also a, a kind of a goal, mm. you know, that kind of way that I wanted to do this. All right, Dave, we're going to go to a song, aren't we? And then we'll uh, as chosen by guys. As, as yeah, uh, guys. Uh, who do you work for, guys? Can I say no? Hold on, where's he going here? They're beneath us. <laughs> um, go on, join in, choose Yeah, Jerry Cinnamon Belta.
listening to Liffey Sound on 96.4 FM. And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. We are live on Facebook Live. Uh, you've got, I don't know, we're going to rate them, all right? So out of 10, either the one on the left or the, the, the one on the, hold on, hold on. Give me the thumbs down. We can't really see. There he is, there he is. Look at him. Uh, we've got a text in saying you used to drop out of the, the, the dropout run all the time and you were never good. Uh, that was from the same person, though. But Devil. Devil, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Tick. Can you tell us about the 65 events that you're thinking about? Obviously, the idea came from uh, 65 Roses. Yeah, so the word 65 Roses is kind of a term that the CF Association, or I actually don't know who came up with it, but someone in the CF community came up. It's kind of like a thing to explain to children what cystic fibrosis is. So it's obviously a wordplay on the word. There's a book called 65 Roses as well. It just kind of explains to kids what it is. So let's say if, if, if a little kid has a little sister who has CF, it will explain to them in a kind of a nice way what it is. So the whole theme of the kind of campaign is 65. So yeah. they were asking me to do various different things that are related to 65, but I do like... 65 minute walk or what I do 65 minute things so like yeah I can do that not being blown the heart but I can do stuff but I want to, if yeah. I'm going to do it I want to do it right I want to, want to challenge myself so the first one was I'd say right 65 days out from April 10th which is National CF Day uh, Purple Rose Day um, I'll train every single day for 65 days for 65 minutes um, and it, yeah it, it does it sounds quite difficult because things will happen but I think I'll do it like it doesn't have to be a gym session every single yeah. time. It could be a run, it could be a walk. Like there's various different things I'm going to do. I'm going to climb the sugar, sugar loaf. I'll, tr- I'll do that in 65 minutes. I'm going to ru- uh, do a few runs for 65 minutes. I'll train for 65 Like I was training today with AGP and 60-minute session, 65-minute session. So that's that's me done for the day. How about this golf course? Yeah, yeah so, so that's when I, my boss and work come up with that one. Uh, we've seen it on the European Tour Facebook. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I'm going to try and do 18 holes in 65 minutes. <laughs> Now, yeah, it's going to be... Now you're going to play every shot? Every shot. Okay. So I'll be basically sprinting shot to shot to shot to shot. I'll have a buggy. Someone will be doing it. have a driver. 100%. Yeah. He'll have me clubs ready to go. Obviously, the, the official one is you run non-stop and there's no boogies. Yeah. But I have cystic fibrosis. I can't do that. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so basically, I'll, I'll, I'll sprint. I'll, I'll try my best for sprinting. I'll yeah. probably land the force fairway and I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah, hamstring. Yeah. Then, so yeah, drive to the... Drive to, uh, Drive off the tee. I'll, I'll probably use about four clubs. Yeah. So it can yeah, be yeah, like yeah. lining up, testing the wind or anything. Yeah. Jump out of the buggy, swing it up, bang. Take the five iron all the way up the fair. Yeah, bend. yeah. So I'm thinking if you're working out about six minutes a hole, it's it's on the par trees. You'll, you'll eat up the time, you know. But if I go into the bush and I'm gone, have yeah. you got a course? No, I'm going to reach out to a few now. Um, I'll, I'll Obviously, ones without water. The easy peasy ones. Less trees. Yeah, and the big open wide ones yeah. as well. Luke and pitch and put, so. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but that's, I'll probably spend 10 minutes because I'll be gone for birdie for one. I'll be like, oh, yeah, give yeah. us a few minutes here now. Yeah, yeah. But um, look, if I don't get it in the 65 minutes, well and good, you it know. It doesn't matter. No, I'll, I'll try my best for it. Um, I'm going to look up a lot of things because I'll, I'll do it even a test run, like see what I can do and what's realistic. Um, I'm going to obviously do the Great Ireland Run, um, 10K. I'm the world's worst run I'll do that in 65 minutes I think it's fairly achievable as well yeah um, me and myself me and my uh, personal trainer Chris um, Rip Fit he's going to bring me up to his gym up and be active in Selbridge and we're going to do a 65,000 metre row challenge so when we were talking about it I was like yeah, would two 